1: Beyond vast deserts and towering cities of steel and steam, forgotten groves and dark forests lay hidden in plain sight. The world holds its breath as each piece is set for the game to conclude.
0: With each step I take, I feel the strength of all those who came before me, running with me, guiding me.
1: With each step they take, The cracks grow wider, and the fractures deepen within her heart.
2: With each step I take, I feel myself on the other side of a mirror, and reality slips further from my grasp.
0: I hear the wilds, and feel who I am meant to become.
1: I hear the wilds, and change is balanced on the tip of a blade.
2: I hear the wilds. And no, it is only a matter of time. This is the Feywild West.
1: These are the spaces beyond the door.
2: Let's be legendary.
1: Welcome back to Let's Be Legendary Wild West Edition.
2: Okay. are Swooty.
1: <laughs> Last week left our wary adventurers. Oh,
0: that's a good one. Uh,
2: well, they, uh, hang on a second. Yeah, okay.
1: They had followed the directions that the warden gave Celine a while ago.
2: Back in Yalden. Oops. I fell out. Sorry. <laughs> Been a bit distracted with, you know, broadly gestures to everything.
1: <laughs> and found themselves. In an interesting village, seemingly made of a, a group of people calling themselves druids.
2: Nature clerics, is that what you called them? Something like that. At least they're not doctors. <laughs> Anything about that.
1: Seemingly wary of people from the outside. Can't imagine why. They were greeted by... A party of of squirrels, of squirrels. Of squirrels. Squirrels
0: and some birds.
1: Squirrels and rabbits that quickly anamorphed into <laughs> people with weapons.
0: And got offended when I asked a question. And then our and t- tried to kill me. And tried to kill you because they found out you were fae because Boy. I freaking flirted it out because I have no filter.
2: Boy, some welcome we are getting. Next time I see Gaspard, I'm going to be like, hey, your people suck. <laughs>
0: And now we're being led to the elders?
1: Yes. And Which I
0: would like to point out we don't need to see no elders. I just want the information so we can leave and get out of everybody's hands. Yeah,
2: we've, got, we've got somewhere to be.
0: Yeah. Just
2: pointing that out. Yeah. Anyone who cares. We've got places to be. Nobody Pe- cares. We've got places to be, people to kill. Yeah. Bounties to collect. Pretty much. Get some coins
0: get that money because we are so hard up for it oh
2: yeah we are down to uh, like oh like below two hundred thousand gold
1: definitely below 200 oh no and you had been led to this rather picturesque village built on the side of a, a small canyon with buildings carved into the stone on either side with stone and wooden pathways some of them seemingly just like grown. Instead of built in mm-hmm. between the various buildings. What do
2: you mean grown?
1: A wooden pathway that isn't planks, but it looks like it's one solid tree.
2: Okay. So this
0: is like nature is kind of interwoven throughout everything. Mm-hmm. Tell you, it's to admit that this is beautiful. I mean,
2: this, I, mean I say, as Elinor Everin said to you in nice big, this is a good book. to say.
0: Actually, it kind of reminds me of home.
2: Really? Well.
0: Not the look as much as the feel.
2: What does it feel like to you? Peaceful. Hmm. I look over at the people that are leading us. Yes, peaceful.
0: Well, I didn't mean these people.
1: (laughs) So they lead you down into the canyon, down a pathway that starts as a series of narrow stone steps that leads to a grown wooden pathway that cuts diagonally across the open canyon and you're led to a building that is carved from the stone of the side of the canyon. This one seems to be a lot more intricate in its carving though. A lot more of those runes that you had seen and a lot of pictographs carved into the side of the building. As you're led inside, you're led through this stone hallway.
2: How big is the building?
1: It seems to only be one story that just is like built deep into the side of the canyon.
2: Okay.
1: So you're not able to really tell how big it is from the outside.
2: Gotcha.
1: But as you're led down the stone hallway, a couple of the people guiding you along call to their hands flickering firelight instead of lighting any torch on the way down. Hmm. And as you walk along this passage, you see on the walls there are intricate carvings depicting scenes of nature. Some of them give way to large depictions of a forest from a horizon view, and in one particular one there is a giant tree that rises above all the others. Just singular in the background.
0: In the picture? In the picture. Okay, just checking. Yeah. It's
2: grass.
1: In a couple of others, there's depictions of a hooded figure wandering a forest trail. I guess,
0: bad. How do you know, of them?
2: Just a dunch.
1: Uh, make a perception check.
2: Yes, just whisper.
1: Okay, so 14 for you 14. and 20 for you. Mm-hmm. Okay, so, Celine, I'd say you notice it in the mural that has the warden in it. You also see, like, in the background, hidden among the trees, is a large wolf.
2: It kind of pointed out to Talia. Is (laughs) it evil looking?
1: It looks like a wolf. It doesn't look to be snarling. It it looks to just be watching.
0: (laughs) I sort of smile. Uh, (laughs) That's nice, I guess. I would say so.
1: This hall goes for about 50 feet before coming to another archway, and it tees off, but you're just led straight down for another 30 feet or so before it comes to a room that's lit by a small fire. And there are a couple of people in this room. The room is just as intricately carved as the hallways you had seen coming in, although these don't necessarily seem to be murals as much as thousands hundreds of thousands of those runes and symbols that you saw just carved from the top of the domed ceiling all the way down to the edges of the walls
2: i got a 17 to arcana check to see if i can kind of figure out what they are
1: they don't seem to be necessarily magical in nature just more like a history
2: got oh okay hmm
1: Sitting in this room, at a low table, are seven individuals. They all stop talking when you enter the room. And Pixmer steps forward. I beg your pardon, elders, but we discovered these two trespassers out near some of the (laughs) gravesites. And Scoat steps forward.
2: Selene opens your mouth and then closes it.
1: Scoat steps forward. They say they were sent by the Green Wanderer, and were truth-bound to the answer. I, the,
2: I mumble under my breath, some of us more than others.
1: For the people sitting there, look to three of them, and as you look at these people, there seems to actually be an interesting mix of people here. You see a tiefling, a goliath, mm. something humanoid that's almost as tall as the goliath, and kind of fuzzy. It has kind of a flat nose, a dwarf, a half-orc, a human, and an elf. A very old elf. If she was human, you would place her in her 90s.
0: Damn. I don't know much about elves, but I do know they live a long time, so she must be old as balls.
2: (laughs) How old are you? Old as balls. That's fucking old.
1: (laughs) But the four look to the three sitting towards the head of the table, which would be the dwarf, the one you've never seen before, and the elf. The elf woman stands up. If you come in the green wanderer's name, I bid thee welcome to our grove. I am Elder Franya, chief elder of the Warden's Grove. And these are my counterparts nods to the dwarf Almsel, and the other Silvaka. What business do you have in our grove?
0: The wardens mentioned that there was a way that someone who is a shifter can become full lichen. And there hasn't been any other place that I've been able to find any literature on that. So this is my last hope.
1: There's a murmuring between the seven as they whisper to each other. And it's a language that sounds almost like nightspeak.
2: Can I catch any words? M-
1: make a perception check.
2: Uh, 17. 17? Or is it kind of like English and German where you can, the, the cadence is the same? Yeah. And But you can't really derive any meaning. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Okay. And there's like there's a couple of words that you catch, but they have next to no meaning out of context. Right. So, at this point, Pixmer steps up. Pardon me, elders, but this one. And they motion back to Celine.
2: Who I'm trying to look not hiding behind Talia, but I'm kind of I'm playing nice. I'm actually <laughs> playing nice. I know. I'm very proud of you. And oh, it's really out. I, I want know. to. I want to really these people. But, yeah.
1: This one has identified herself under truth oath as Fay.
0: I deliberately take a step in front of Celine.
1: Despite what they have said, I do not believe them to be trustworthy. And with the other being curseborn, I do not think it is wise to let them linger long here in this grove. There's an indrawn breath from a number of the people in the room, including the four that you weren't addressed by. Scote comes up. How dare you speak such language in the presence of these elders? A lot of the people, like, look back and forth between Pixmer, Scote and Franya. Franya raises a hand. Peace, granddaughter.
0: Yeah, if you got a problem with me, we can walk outside your little peace-bound barrier, and we'll handle this. I guarantee you, I'll leave you walking. Sort well, of. Well,
2: she will.
1: They mock and threaten our traditions.
2: How on earth do we mock and threaten your traditions? We came here in peace, looking for information.
0: Yeah, like I told you up near the graves, if you don't want to give me the information, we'll fucking leave. We're here because the warden gave us
2: directions. So maybe if you have a problem with our presence, you should take it up with him.
1: Uh, Franya rises to her feet rather quickly for someone who looks as old as she does. Mm. I say again, peace. Travelers, despite the words young Pexmer has foolishly uttered, you are welcome by me and these elders in this grove.
0: Titus still got a worried look on her face, and is still in front of Selene.
2: I don't say I don't say anything.
1: You seek information, and it is within our ability to help.
2: You you have the information that we are seeking.
1: Not. It might not be the information you want, but it is the information we have.
0: Considering I don't have any sort of information, I'll take what I can get.
1: As chief elder of this grove, I wish to extend to you our full hospitality as welcome guests and friends of the Green Wanderer.
2: Glad to know that uh, not all of Gaspard's friends are well.
1: At this point, Pixmer just turns and storms out.
2: A little voice says in his ear, Bye.
1: (laughs) They just continue on. Now then, she says to the rest gathered. We have guests. It has been a long time, but let us not besmirch the hospitality of the warden. I take it,
2: then. <sighs> I take it and I
0: squeeze it.
2: Squeeze back.
1: My granddaughter will take you to the information you need, and then I would invite you to join us for our shared meal this night.
0: Is
1: it Wow. My- it is not a silent affair.
0: But, like, not overly loud, right? Like, nobody's screaming and yelling and getting drunk, right?
1: I cannot guarantee that there are some of our number that are rather enamored of wine, and she looks down towards one of the elders who's still sitting, the, the furry one. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I, mean, I, I mean, yeah. <laughs> That's
0: just a mood. We'll feed Adrian and Jareth first, then. Sounds good. Well, thank you for the hospitality. Still nervous.
1: (laughs) (laughs) May the green wanderer guide you on the path to what you seek.
0: Thank you. I look over at Skote. She
1: smiles and kind of half bows to the elders and nods her head for you to follow her out of the room.
0: When we've left the room, no need to get violent on our account. We tend to bring out the worst in
1: people.
2: Ain't that the truth.
1: Pixma has a rather uncouth tongue in their head.
2: What is their problem? And what did they mean by cow's bone? Some idiots think that it's a curse. What, being a lichen? Yeah. I just kind of snout and roll my eyes like stupid.
1: Well, as to what Pixma's problem is uh, that That'd be a story for them to tell, if they should wish it.
2: That's alright. I really don't care. You can just stay away from
0: us. We'll be gone soon. Yeah, we'll be gone before we become a problem.
1: In any case, uh, come with me. I shall take you to the lore garden.
0: The lore garden? So like a library?
1: Of a sort. Okay. It is a place of quiet and seclusion that many of our people enjoy visiting for reflection upon the past. So, I suppose.
0: Alright, we're following you.
1: She doesn't lead you straight back out of the building the way you had come. She takes you down one of the T intersections. Uh Down a staircase and out another door that takes you across a lower pathway of the canyon across to the other side down a few more flights of stairs and one that is like a winding stone staircase Mm -hmm. that eventually opens out into a seemingly natural formed cave underground. The light in here is very blue. There's a pool of water on the far edge with a waterfall coming out of the rock. All around are large vine-covered stone slabs and tablets. All of them covered with tiny inscriptions. And as you look around, there are hundreds of these tablets. Some bigger, some smaller. All just tangled in these Plants and vines and at the center of this garden there are three stone pedestals she leads you over to one of the pedestals stand here and think of what information you wish to find
0: give her a skeptical look think of what I need
1: There's another part, but it helps to have a clear thought of what you're looking for.
0: Okay. Um, Alright, so I'll go and stand where she indicates Mm -hmm. and think about if it's possible for a shifter to become a full lichen. How do I do that?
1: A light forms above the pedestal, but it gets hazy and flickers out. I believe you're being too specific. Instead of thinking what specifically you are looking for, cut it down to a more general...
0: Lycans. Wolf shifters. Wolf werewolves.
1: The light forms again and solidifies into a white sphere. And then drifts away from the pedestal.
0: Is it supposed to do that?
1: Yes, uh, now we follow it.
0: To what?
1: To the information. Okay. (laughs) The light drifts along through the garden, leading you down a couple of trails, all past vine-covered tablets, until it stops and hovers next to one tablet that is... It's actually not even really a proper tablet. It Looks like it was partially carved from the wall. Okay. Um, you cannot read this writing, can you?
0: I mean, I'm not really good at reading anyway, but I can manage common for the most part.
2: Can I? Uh, can I make anything of it? Mm-hmm.
1: My son will hear you could probably read it, but. Make an intelligence check? So, 18. 18? Looking at it, You actually recognize a couple symbols Mm -hmm. in there. Just that sort of like innate ability to read Sylvan is Mm -hmm. kind of helping you out. You actually catch a couple words in here. Shifter. Binding. Curse.
2: Uh, I tell you, Scott, is this Nightspeak? Uh, Sylvan.
1: No. It is... Well, it has no proper name, but It has been referred to as druidic. She takes off her backpack and searches through it and comes out with some parchment and charcoal. Here, uh, if you cannot read this, I shall translate. She goes and makes a rubbing of the tablet. Mm -hmm. It takes her a minute because it's a rather large section. There, um, let's head back to the pedestal. She leads you back and lays out the parchment on the pedestal. Since you cannot read it, I'm going to provide a translation. Oh, thank you. Then she takes out a small pin, pricks her finger, and lets a single drop of her blood fall on the parchment. The blood soaks into the parchment, and then suddenly spreads throughout the paper, seeming to branch off and travel along the charcoal smudges rearranging the shapes of the letters until they form a flowing common script.
2: Neat trick.
0: Very neat trick. I can read it now?
1: You can read it now.
0: Okay, what does it say?
1: It tells the story of a great warrior named Kaliand. And how she fought with a druid who had turned against the tenets of nature. Who saw fit to twist the very fabric of nature into something perverted, necrotic. She fought him for decades. The two almost killing each other several times. Until one final battle, she managed to strike him with a mortal wound with all of his magic spent. The druid lay there bleeding and dying, but then used the last of his life energy to bind a curse upon her and all of her kin. At the full moon, she would be forced to become one of his perversions of nature and that she would pass this curse along to any child she bore and to any enemy she killed while in this form. That's all this tablet said.
0: So where's the rest of this version? Like where's the other half of it? The other half? It's an interesting interpretation of the story, but like do you have the actual story or what?
1: This garden has been here for the last four thousand years.
0: Okay, do you have the rest of it? Like I get it. this is a very old this is a very old story I've heard <laughs> it's been passed down in my family for years. I mean, not like that, but something similar to. I mean, the warrior Kaliand is a pretty famous folk hero. At least when I was growing up, all the kids wanted to be just like her. But she started as a wolf. That's the reason she was able to go after the evil druid, I guess. We didn't call him a druid. I didn't know what that was. But. Where did you call him? He was a wizard in hmm. our story. Hmm. We didn't have another name for it. Right. But the wolf granted her the ability to finally end him and rewarded her with a hybrid shift. Lycans have three different phases of their form. This one, a sort of hybrid shift, which is kind of where shifters get halfway and then stop. But for full Lycans, they can actually change most of what they look like and then there's the full shift which is a wolf right? an actual physical wolf
2: I think that part I probably know
0: so this is a great interpretation of it and the curse is a stupid touch but
1: I, I I apologize I do not wish to sully your traditions at all but it has been the way of druids for eons, to take down stories and information and carve them in stone so that they may not be changed.
0: Well, this one got it wrong.
2: Who told this one?
0: It's not a curse. If it's a... It's not a curse. I'm not cursed. curse, this is just who I am.
1: Indeed. I am... Certain for you, it is not a curse.
0: Either way, it doesn't tell me what I need to know.
1: Perhaps it does. Though, forgive me. Um, if the story is correct, and the origin of your ancestors was indeed this curse, then what he did to kaliand was a perversion of what druids practice in the sense that he took what has been granted to us by nature our ability to uh, bind and shape our forms into that of other animals and forcefully inflicting it upon someone who was unwilling and forcing them to do it against their will to have no control may i ask you something of your people
0: what do you want to know?
1: The story says that she was forced to change at every full moon. Were your people?
0: No. I mean, the younger you were, it sort of happened. Depending on if you were a shifter or a lichen. If you were full lichen and the younger you were, then yeah before you got a handle on it, but... Interesting. Get past the age of 13, everybody had a handle
1: on it. Interesting. As my grandmother said, we had the information you sought, but not information you would necessarily like.
0: Celine, I need a favor. Yes? I take out um, the claw that's attached to my braid, mm-hmm. and I toss it to you. Mm-hmm. I need to talk to my father. Do you have your spirit board?
2: Of course I do. I can certainly try. That's
1: all I'm asking. Of course. If you wish I can leave you alone. Doesn't matter.
2: So I sit down on the ground, mm-hmm. take up my spirit board, put the claw next to it, mm-hmm. like above it, and try to cast speak with dead.
1: Make me... I'm gonna say a religion check. Okay,
2: religion check, okay. Good, you're really high on that. <laughs> yeah. Can I cast guidance on myself? Because I'm casting a spell.
1: I'm gonna say no. Okay.
2: Hey, yes, that's really good. Um, religion? Mm-hmm. So, 26.
1: Nice, okay. You cast the spell and... At first you feel nothing. Then you feel a tingling cold in your chest. And you hear a door somewhere creak open, just a crack, and there's a presence now.
2: I look kind of concerned. I press my fingers to my collarbone. Are you okay? I think it worked. What do you need to know?
0: I need to know if he knew
2: it was a curse. Grey, forgive me for disturbing your rest but your daughter needs answers and she has just learned one account of the origin of your of your race. She has been informed it was a chaos. Did you know that?
1: There's a moment of silence. You don't feel any movement on your holy symbol but suddenly the claw rattles back and forth Mm -hmm. and spins and slides over to no
2: one more questions
0: does he know how a shifter can become a full lichen
2: we'll just say that I repeat what Mm. she says
1: no
0: had he heard that we were a curse?
1: It moves over towards yes, but stops before reaching it and just the claw just spins in place. Which it kind of takes me and just like, yeah? <laughs> yeah, but people say all kinds of shit.
0: I kind of just shake my head at you.
2: Okay, we thank you for joining us here tonight. You may now return to your rest.
1: Before you feel the presence move away, the claw moves to the letters and spells out S O R R Y K I D before going away.
2: Do I feel anything else? Is it dispels?
1: As it dispels, you hear the door creak shut.
2: Did you use that? What? Did, did you hear... No, um, never mind. Stand tend to put my spirit board away.
1: I apologize. I did not. I did not need to intrude upon it that. It
2: doesn't
0: matter. If
2: it was a curse, why didn't
0: we know? I knew we could pass it but.
2: Does it matter what it is? Either a curse from a twisted druid or a blessing from a god of nature. Either way, it is still what it is.
0: It doesn't matter what it is. I just need to figure out how to make it. I need to figure out how to be a full lichen. Is there anybody that can curse me here? <laughs>
1: Um, I apologize. Uh, no druid here would dare perform such a binding. Then she gets like a thoughtful look on her face. Binding. If you will excuse me, I need speak with my grandmother. If you wish, you may repeat the process and. Uh, Um, I believe there may be more information to your interest in the garden. Other stories. I shall send someone to help translate, if you wish. Sure. Uh, Thanks. She bows slightly and takes her leave.
0: place on the ground to sit?
1: There are actually a couple of rough stone benches dotted around.
0: I find one and just like slowly
2: sit down. I sit down next to you. I'm so sorry, Talia.
0: Guess it doesn't matter anymore.
2: I suppose not.
0: Come here for help and I find out the text classifies us as the same way the Venasi did
2: Yes, but even Scott admitted that these are just the writings of what has been passed down through Spoken Word So ever uh, was speaking had their own biases, their own thoughts
0: Yeah It's fine it doesn't matter where it comes from, just that I can find a way to do it.
2: Okay. I will. I will help you in any way that I can.
0: Thanks, honey. Maybe I can bite myself.
2: Maybe you bite me, and then I bite you back.
0: I have bitten you.
2: I know, but maybe, maybe. But I. Okay, I have also bitten you back. Okay. Mm. Hmm. Hmm. Here, and I hold up your arm. Okay, bite yourself. Come on, you got... you No guts, no glory. Do it.
0: <laughs> Alright, so we stick around, I guess, down there for...
2: I take out my cards.
0: Okay. <sighs> Tell me something good. Or less sassy.
2: <laughs> no promises on either of those things. Hmm. So I put out and I shuffle my cards and I pull the Two of Wands. Hmm. What to say? The Two of Wands represents a spark of inspiration that has been maximized. It represents a path forward. But it also encourages that in taking that path forward, you might have to leave some of the things that you thought before behind. But that does indicate the clarity. Perhaps there is a way to become a full lichen, but it might not be the way you think. Or perhaps there is some way to achieve what you want in becoming a full lichen, even if it is not the way that you would. Well, I suppose we'll find out.
0: I suppose. I guess all we can do now is see if there's any other information.
2: Seems so. No. Anyway, we get free dinner.
0: A bunch of people staring at us. Great. Oh,
2: yeah. A bunch of people staring at us. Okay. Um. Hey, I've been good. You have been good, but I don't think these people like Faye very much. Well, it joins a fucking glove. <laughs>
0: I give you a look. Give just you a look. Just be careful.
2: <laughs> I'm. I'm.
0: Yeah, just, that's what I thought. Stop. Yeah, that's what I thought.
2: (laughs) What did you think?
0: You were gonna lie.
2: I can't lie. Exactly, that's why you stopped. (laughs) She has no good (laughs) response to that.
1: Alright, so... About about 15 minutes go by, and a unique-looking individual comes down to help you. He actually looks to be the same type of... Person as one of the elder that you like couldn't tell what they were. He's like six, eight.
2: Wow. Someone I actually have to do that to. Uh, yeah. Yeah, and I'm like leaning back, like, hello up there. Can you and see us down here?
1: He's covered in like this soft brownish gray fuzz covering his face and a very large, wide, flat nose and two small cow-like horns coming up from the side of his head
2: and what is your name?
1: I am Nosen
2: Nosen, forgive me Nosen I have never seen anyone who looks quite like you
1: oh that's alright I have never seen anyone quite like you
2: may I ask um, what your race of people call yourselves
1: I am what is called a firbolg,
2: firbolg. do I know what that is?
1: Make a nature
2: check? Nature check. I mean, Megzy doesn't know what that is, but... A whole
1: eight. Yeah, no, you've never heard of them.
2: Yes, I have never uh, seen a... Firlberg... Verbo- Ver- wow, that is hard to say in a French accent. I have never seen a person of your race, though I suppose you probably have not seen a unicorn in human form either.
1: No, I have not. I have never seen that. Hmm. That would be an interesting thing to see. What? Oh,
2: it didn't work. Well. <laughs> Damn it! I think the whole village knows. <laughs> and they just kind of smile until they added enigmatically. Well, one sees something new every day.
1: I suppose so. You're looking for information.
2: On lichens.
1: Right. Well, Scott said that she uh. Taught you how to use the pedestals.
0: And I just... I redo that. Okay. Get what... Get more information, I guess. Yep.
1: Uh, go ahead and make me an investigation check.
2: Guidance. Thank you. Fourteen. Nice. Okay.
1: Thinking of various search topics and with Nosen translating what you find, you're able to glean a bit more information A lot of it around, like, the early history of lycanthropy. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: How Calliand was eventually hunted and killed. But not before she had managed to, whether by, on purpose or by accident, spread the, well, it terms it as Curse. A lot of it details portions of history where lichens were solitary. Never forming any sort of pact. How those who had acquired the curse found ways to either control, suppress, or isolate themselves away from society. And then there were some that didn't do any of those things intentionally. Then at one point you come across the name of a particular lycan named Breer. Breer was a werewolf who did not treat lycanthropy as a curse. And it was he who formed what is termed as the first Starting first with his wife, and then his children. And over time, it grew. And it was Breer's pack, though several generations after his death, that escaped into the Feywild to seek refuge.
0: Did I say why?
1: Apparently the Sundering wasn't the only cataclysm to affect the world in the last several eons.
2: People need to just chill out and not destroy (laughs) the fucking world. And by people I mean gods too! Y'all can hear me.
1: But there was a time when their home was on the verge of being destroyed and druids living with the pack that some that were actual lichens themselves formed paths to the Feywild to hide.
2: Is that all it says about the Feywild?
1: In what you've been searching, yeah.
2: Okay. Is that
1: it? Yeah. Or at least you get to that point and noson stands up from a cross-legged position on the ground. Well, it's getting on about time... The feast.
2: I motioned as a maybe he keeps these.
1: Oh, sure. Just don't leave the grove with them. I see. Right. It's the rules.
0: Of course. Can you show us the way out and then lead us to a solid surface? Solid sure. vertical surface.
1: <laughs> sure. We'll be passing by a lot of that on the way out, though.
0: I don't want to be inside anymore.
1: Oh, okay. He leads you up and out into the canyon. He nods at the side of the canyon. That's about as vertical a surface as you're going to get.
0: Great. If goat asks for us, just tell
2: her to knock in that area.
1: Okay.
2: Unicorns can do all sorts of things.
1: I'm sure they can.
0: All right, I go up and set the door up. And I don't care if he's watching, he can if he would like. <laughs> mm-hmm. So I and I opened the door. Mm-hmm. And then shut it. And like lean against it as or we come in. You okay. Maybe this was a mistake.
2: Well, if it was even if it was, we are here now.
0: Yeah. We're here now. Anyway, let's go feed the kids before we do whatever the very dinner is.
2: Yes. In any case we will be leaving in the morning.
0: Pretty much. There's no real information on how to whatever. Alright. Um so go to the house and
1: Uh so actually you find a note on the living room table from Jareth. Oh. Saying that he's at Talden's with adrian actually
2: oh oh Oh, never mind oh damn it i wish i would have known he was going i had questions for talden
0: i'm sure talden will be here at one point
2: Mm -hmm. well that was the
0: only reason i wanted to come back in here so never mind go back out i guess yeah i check out the horses oh they're
1: they're fine. They're they're roaming about the grounds. Those of you have grounds now.
2: I get I get Cortez. Okay, I go put my face in Ness. <laughs> and, 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 and and Oli, like comes over and like nudges you like, hey, it's okay.
0: I don't know, buddy. <laughs> I need my therapy horse.
2: Yeah, your your emotional support horse. Actually, they might like the grove. Was did we see any houses?
1: Not yet. You've kind of been inside most of the time.
2: Perhaps we should see. Hey, can I let my arse out in case I... I don't fucking know. That's true. We should ask first, but... Like, oh, no, arses, we are really... If you saw lichens and Faywell, bad, we really ate arses. I don't know. I don't know either. Best to just assume no. I don't know. Like, ooh, yay, arses, that's my favorite dinner.
0: (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> like crap weren't they and only like oh <laughs> hell no
2: just <laughs> these people are weird
0: you are know, weird but at least they didn't kill us on site so that's good i, I mean uh, yeah it'd be really embarrassing if the reaper and the Wanderer why it went down by rabid squirrels
2: <laughs> i mean let's be real that's probably how we are going to go out uh-huh. it's something some blaze of glory, that's so stupid.
0: No, no, no. I intend by the time I reach 40 to light myself on fire and run off the cliff.
2: So pass this Deniso, son of Exelion. Yep. <laughs>
0: that's how I'm going out.
1: So, uh, coming back out, you actually find Scout kind of looking at the wall, just ready to knock on it. Oh, I, um, Noson said, well, uh, you're back now.
0: Mm-hmm. <laughs> I kind of, like, open the door a little bit. That's our house. Ah,
1: fascinating. Um, where you place it here was acceptable. I would ask that you do not do that to any wall that has writing on it.
0: Got it.
2: We will show you around later if you would like, but you have to be careful with the Star Whales.
1: Indeed. Mm-hmm. Uh, Well, it is time for dinner. Okay. You are actually led to the bottom of the canyon. And a pathway that takes you out into what looks to be a valley. That has been cleared of most trees. There are a couple of trees that are very tall that don't have any branches till about like 20 feet up.
2: Wow. Like, sycamores?
0: Yeah. Poyas? Wow.
2: you want to love it? Uh-huh.
0: It feels like home. Not <clears throat> the look of it, just the feel of it.
1: Hmm. And draped across from tree to tree are vine wreaths that are decorated with flowers in many colors. And at, at first it looks like these were just like put up, but as you look closer. They look like they were actually grown here. Like they grew up and around the tree and went from tree to tree. Wow. wow. The table you are led to is this 30-foot-long stone table that is at one of the same time rough and intricate. It looks roughed, but is finished. Mm-hmm. And there are a couple of other tables that go to the each side of it, but you are led to the centermost table. And at the head of it there is space for the three elders and then bench seats all down the rest of it. But you are led up close to where the elders sit.
0: Now it really feels like mom
2: Does it?
0: This is how my pack and I used to eat. Everybody ate together.
2: Every night? Every night. Wow.
0: The houses we had didn't really have kitchens. I mean, we had kitchens, but they weren't like... We ate meals together. That was the whole point.
2: I just kind of smiled. So
0: we're sitting close to the elbows? Is that where yep. we are? Okay.
1: Scott is sitting directly across from you guys, and you pass by Pixar, who is like Well down the table from you guys, Mm -hmm. but there are lots of other people. Like the tables actually get a little crowded.
2: Can I scoot close to you?
1: (laughs) There are lots of people who are interested in meeting you too.
0: Why?
2: What? Like in a good way? Yeah. Like. Oh, okay. Like like
1: the people from not here.
0: Instant celebrities yeah. be an outsider.
1: And there looks to be about two, three hundred people here.
0: Way bigger than my pack. Uh, but, yeah. you know. but still same concept, yeah. Yeah. yeah.
1: And a significant portion of them are children.
0: Very much like my pack. Yeah.
2: <laughs> kind of smiling at the kids.
1: The food is brought out, and it looks to be some kind of large wild boar. There's also a lot of fresh, very fresh fruits and vegetables that are served with it. As well as some interesting baked dishes and sauces. It is a legitimate full-on feast mm-hmm. that they are serving here.
2: Scott sitting next to us.
1: Uh, across. across from you.
2: Do you yeah. do this every night?
1: Not every night, but we have guests.
2: Uh, it's, surely this cannot just be filled out.
1: The hospitality of the Warden.
2: He did make me breakfast.
0: Yeah, that was very... <laughs> that was weird waking up to... Oh yeah, the Warden made me breakfast.
2: Yeah.
1: It is quite fascinating to meet people who have met the Warden.
2: Oh yes, we have friends of Gaspard You haven't?
1: Some here have My grandmother has She traveled with him for a time Oh
2: Traveled with him, huh?
1: With or without his wings I believe without (laughs) Although I suppose the, The wings would not be much of an encumbrance For her travel
2: Does she have wings too? Right they can
0: change in their hands.
2: Oh, right. Oh,
1: yeah. Speaking of which, and th- this is after, like, the food has been served, mm-hmm. but she sort of leans back and looks around as drums start playing, as well as some wind instruments, creating this very lively tune as five people in some sort of like costume, some sort of dance or performance costume, they come into the space and start a fast-paced dance that involves a lot of stomping and leaping. Mm -hmm. And suddenly... One of them, as they leap up into the air, shifts in mid-air into a large cat, a lynx, and lands on the table and bounds, lands, bounds again, leaps into the air, changing once again into their humanoid form grabbing a drink from one of the people sitting at the table and just splashing it across the people sitting nearby
2: <laughs> I, lean, I lean away from that direction and like cover my, my bottle of hot sauce like no which which I have by the way slathered everything in hot sauce like right. every single thing I don't care if it's like and now we have birthday cake yep yep we're gonna put hot sauce on it
1: <laughs> and don't then, give me
2: that look you know me I do
1: And then they cartwheel back into a lynx before jumping up and shifting straight from a lynx to a falcon. And flying straight towards the head of the table and then swooping up and up and up till they meet branches on the tree. Shift back into human form grab one of the branches and, like, swing around on it like a trapeze artist Uh before dropping down and three feet before they smack down on the table transform back into a falcon, swooping down the entire length of the table before finally shifting back into their human form and sort of doing a landing tumble before standing upright at the end of the table, taking a bow.
0: <laughs> yeah, see like,
1: Yeah, no, wow. th- th- there's applause, and you actually see the other four had, like, split off to do their own performance at each of the other tables.
2: Does that happen too?
0: No. <laughs> uh, no, somebody just, like, playing music at the end of the night and would harmonica, or banjo, or guitar.
2: And that was it. Tambourine.
1: After the applause died down, Franya stands up and calls out in a surprisingly loud voice for her aged frame. We welcome this night guests sent to us from the Green Wanderer in search of peace and knowledge about one of their histories we welcome them with open arms and
2: as she's saying this I'm looking at my did Pixmas like, it, like uh huh
1: <laughs> we welcome them with open arms that they should stay as long as they wish, as long as we wish and leave when they wish with no ill will and the blessing of the warden and there's actually a chorus of the blessing of the warden
0: Talia doesn't know what to, to do me. with that, so she's just like, thanks, I think. Mm,
1: she sits back down, and everybody just goes to their own chatter, but she leans over to you, Talia. My granddaughter came to me with an interesting proposal. She told me what you had found, and how it was not exactly to your liking.
2: It's had some tone problems. <laughs>
1: History can often not be kind.
2: Well, it is written by people, and people are not kind.
1: That is very true.
0: Yeah, thanks for the for letting us look at it. I'm not any closer to what I was looking for, but... At least knowing its origins, maybe I can find somebody to curse me or... I
2: what? mean, I curse at you.
0: We're married, that doesn't count.
2: Hmm.
1: I do not know about biting you or cursing you, but I think you may have found more than you realize.
2: Oh,
1: how so? Skote came to me with an interesting idea, and I have consulted with the other elders, and we are in near agreement that if you should wish, we would be honored to set you on the path to binding you to nature.
0: What does that mean? I'm already. I'm sorry. I don't know what that means. Um,
2: to become a druid. nods. I look over I tell you,
1: I just look confused. The nature of your lineage was formed by druidic magic it is a binding to a specific form that was forced upon your ancestors we can offer a way to perhaps reforge that binding
0: okay what does that entail
1: time Time. and the willingness to learn
0: Look, I'm a gunslinger. I mean...
2: you know, still a child of wolf.
1: Apparently I'm a child of a curse. And I am the child of a tyrant. But we make what we can of what we have.
0: I just don't know if I'd be a good fit for it. I mean... Y'all know I don't actually worship the warden, right?
1: Indeed you do not. In fact, if what he has told me is true, which I believe it is, you are rather in in veneration of the more chaotic side of nature.
0: (laughs) It's no offense to him, but...
1: Indeed not. The wolf has many qualities that are intriguing and admirable I pass no judgment on you for your veneration
0: so you'd be willing to teach me how to take
1: on a full shift we call it a shape but yes it will not be easy
2: nothing else doing ever is
1: can I think about it of course
0: thanks don't think about it.
1: Do you require quarters for sleeping?
0: No, we just need a unused space. Vertical space will be fine.
1: Very well. Enjoy the rest of the feast. I find I must sleep. She stands up from the table.
2: Little voices in area. Good night.
1: <laughs> she turns... To you, Celine.
2: I'm just cutting my meat. And
1: good night to you. Oh, thank you. She leaves the table, and Scoat leans across. So, what do you think?
2: I uh, let me think about it. Um, she said that the elders were almost in agreement.
1: <laughs> Elder Armsel had some reservations, but he was not opposed. Which one's that one? Of the dwarf.
0: I don't know if i'm the best candidate to be a druid why i'm a i'm a bounty hunter by profession and recently of more than that but nature's always just been a part of my blood it's not something i've actively strived to bind myself to it's always just been there But I don't know if I count myself as... I don't even know what I'm trying to say.
2: A clear path that requires one to leave behind what they sought.
0: I hate your cards.
1: (laughs) Do you know how much time this is going to take? It is difficult to say. The binding itself might not take as much time given that there's already a framework to work with. But there are elements that you will have to learn, which may take time, so it is really dependent upon you.
0: I oh, look at Selene. What do you think?
2: Honestly, I think you should. If it is brown, well, you are worried about
0: little bit who knows what he's getting into
2: it does not matter no no it does not matter and if this is what you want then he should not be the ones who keep you from it and if it is a chaos, i kind of hold my eyes then being as you are the last perhaps this is a way to resolve it make it into something that is well A choice. A blessing.
0: Ty slowly nods. All right then.
1: I look up at Skot.
0: I'll learn whatever you can teach me.
1: She smiles. Very well. We shall begin in the morning. Come back to this place at sunrise. All right. We hope you have enjoyed this episode of the Wild West, presented by Let's Be Legendary Podcast. If you're enjoying our story, please take a moment to leave us a rating and a review. It helps us a lot, and we'll read your reviews on the podcast. We are all over social media, and you can find links on our website at letsbelegendarypodcast.com. We also have a list of links in our show notes. Our Discord server is a pretty active place these days, so please stop by and say hello! You can find a link to that too in the show notes and on our website. If you want to go a step further, consider supporting us on Patreon. You'll get to listen to episodes two days before the general public, plus you'll get exclusive sneak peeks of new art, DM and player's notes, deleted scenes, bloopers, and more. You'll also get access to Bonus Round, a limited, exclusive series run by our patrons. We have a lot planned this year, so we hope you'll join us. Talia Argent-Grey is played by Chris Sass Council. Celine Argent-Grey is played by Megzy Sass Council. And our Dungeon Master is Molly Hexcroft. Our Producer and Editor is Molly Hexcroft, pronouns she, her. Producer and Manager is Jess Richards, pronouns they, them. Producer, Art Director, and Assistant Mixer is Megzy Sass Council, pronouns she, her. And our Producer, Director, Editor, and Mixer is Chris Sass Council, pronouns they, them. Credits for music and sound effects can be found in the show notes. Celine's tarot deck is the Marigold deck by Amrit S. Barr, and the tarot guide used in the game can be found at biddytarot.com. Thanks again for listening, and stay legendary.